Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. I'm Jacqueline. And today on the pod, it's our two UK with love. Survivor UK Redux. Survivor UK Pulau Tiga. Episode 11. Recap. We're really in the second half of the season now, Jackie. We really are. Thanks, Lulu. <laughs> I don't think we've mentioned it, but Lulu is in the studio every week recording I a mean, new version of that song. Every with us. week she comes in. We're so lucky. Hardest working woman in podcasting, Lulu. Well, here we are at episode 11, Jacqueline. Yes, we are, Cody. Diving into it. Last week, we said goodbye to Pete after he had his brekkie. We did. Goodbye, Peter. We miss him. We miss him. We love him. I was just figuring something out. Will you tell me what you're figuring out? Uh, Nope. But I'll tell you at the end. Okay. Well, before we jump into the episode. Splash. I want to introduce a one-off segment. It's the Cunt Award. The Cunt Corner. Now, of course... I just want... There's been an ongoing drama. (laughs) You called Zoe a cunt. You apologized to calling Zoe a cunt. And then I talked to some UK people on Twitter, and they did not accept your apology. Oh, shit. Because cunt is such a more commonly used word in the UK. It doesn't have the stigma it has in in the US. Well, then, I guess... My term was fitting. Is twat the harder word? Do they take that more with umbrage? Maybe. If you call Zoe a twat, would that be a bigger deal? I think it's a twat. Twat? Not a twat. I think it's twat. I think it's twat. Well, tweet at us, twat or twat. (laughs) On Twitter. On Twitter. Uh, I just thought it was interesting to talk down about that quick. When you... Did you throw the word cunt around when you were in the UK? No. No? No. Hmm. And throw very many colorful languages around when I was in the UK. Not I was a the... little baby. I was only like 20 years old. You were out at the discotheque every night? Getting drunk. Not saying the C word? Not calling everybody a cunt. Just getting real drunk. We definitely have said cunt more on this episode than any episode we've ever recorded before. I I mean, it's cunting. Yes. 
Yeah, okay. I guess we don't have much to say about the societal differences between the word across the pond in here. No, it's, I mean, I don't view it as like a super negative word, I guess. No, it's, it's always funny. It's often pointed out that it's interesting that it is just a part of the female anatomy and it is such a negative word that maybe there's something there. Like calling a dude a dick is not the worst thing you can call a man. It's not at all equivalent to calling a woman a cunt. No. Huh. And I mean, it, it, good for the Brits to not. It's like how they. Is it true that in like UK shampoo commercials, you just see topless women? I don't know. Topless women walking around saying cunt constantly. In shampoo commercials. Yes. That's all they do is wash their cunts <laughs> and Show walk their around bare topless. Tits. They call it cunt poo in cunt the poo. UK. Come wash with cunt poo. And isn't UK short for you cunt anyways? <laughs> there we go. I'll figure it out. Well, I guess it's time to close the cunt corner. Uniqueness, nerve and talent. Funny enough, when you search cunt on Spotify, you don't get a lot of hits. <laughs> Is this the first hit you get, though? Absolutely. I mean... Thank goodness. All right. Let's hop in to this day 31 worst tropical storm ever nighttime camera moving. Yeah, we come in post tribal from last episode as a tropical storm. Should we name the tropical storm? Um, Tropical storm Zoe. Okay. You think they've had 25 other tropical storms in Pulau Tika this year? Oh, man, because it's alphabetical, huh? Mm -hmm. um, well, then, Tropical Storm Eve. That's more fitting. It's a little more optimistic. There we go. <laughs> and Eve, Eve is a real tropical storm this episode, isn't oh, she? Oh, they both are. They're just nasty. And wet and humid. <sighs> All right. So they're trying to, like, walk back to their camp and can't make it across this, like, some river type, that's formed. Some type of gorge. They're... Gorge. Eve almost gets hit by a log. I am reminded of an early season of U.S. Survivor where negative weather comes and their food is washed away by a river. And they're like dangling on a branch trying to get their basket of rice or something akin to that out of the river. And it's this treacherous, harrowing scene. And then later it comes out. It's an early example of yeah. the media being like, oh, look, this reality show, quote unquote, they restaged this specific scene that was a big talking point. And I wonder if there's a little bit of that going on here or an attempt to do it. I don't know. I guess you don't see a whole lot. But then it wouldn't be at night would be my thought. It's like I wonder if at nighttime you can make it look a little more chaotic and get little more snippets of shots and a little oh i can't 100 percent tell what's going on but it's nighttime and it you know what i mean i wonder so if you it can feels more dramatic hide behind that a little bit okay maybe but it, yeah i mean it's like she's trying to cross the gorge and a big log comes and almost sweeps her away too bad it didn't. and then we jump to the next morning pretty much right away where we've got eve and zoe being real nasty to jackie Everyone's recovering and rebuilding. Correct. And yeah, they are being kind of mean to Jackie, but Jackie's kind of just like in her hammock shit talking everyone too. Yeah. Jackie has now joined the Charlotte pity party because she was all by herself, but now she's got Jackie to 
sit in sadness with her. Zoe, her big talking point is that Jackie is just sneaky all the time in an effort to compensate for her poor gameplay, which I don't know if this is a fully thought out thing that Zoe is throwing out there. No, I also feel like, oh, Charlotte's been like by herself for multiple days and you guys are now being mean to me. I'm going to go talk and hang out with Charlotte. Like that seems just like a natural flow of events with how nasty the ladies have been. But well, you could really point to Zoe and Eve and oh, these two latch on to each other or these two do everything together as well. If you just want to be People are going to pair up and find buddies and people that they're comfortable with. They will spend more time with, obviously, and people that you're aligned with. Gameplay wise, you're going to probably spend more time with than people that you're opposed to. I agree. Jackie is feeling the heat. She is aware that Zoe and Eve are unhappy with her. Um, and she doesn't really give a fuck. I mean, like, she feels it, but she's like, I'm just going to keep hanging out with Charlotte because they're going to be nasty. There's this weirdness where apparently Jackie is telling people that Mick and her have an agreement to any reward that they get, they will share. And then Mick's like, oh, that's like news to me. And nobody has even approached me asking that. But then he follows up and is like, <laughs> well, I, I have the same deal with you or you. It's like. Yeah, it seems like all of the people on that one old tribe just like... Maybe that was just said at yeah. some point and Mick is forgetting. Yeah. He's an old man. I will say, I think he's been looking awfully youthful since getting to the island. Really? He looks younger than he did on episode one. I don't know if he stumbled upon some fountain of youth in the forest that he's dipping into, but Mick is looking heartier and healthier by the day. I mean, we love it. I think like there's some color coming back into his beard and hair. Do you think it's maybe that sausage working all the way back up to his top half? Maybe Richard is sucking his dick in the forest every day and it's just revitalizing him. Jesus Christ, that's what intense. If, what if it was a gay love affair in the forest? We haven't even discussed that. Oh, man, we didn't. But it, it wasn't in the forest, remember? It happened at camp. I didn't remember where it happened. It happened at camp. Right the where the dick sucking happened at camp. Where the sun god can see you and everything? Yes. Or is it the fire god? Both of them. Both of them. So Richard is wearing a Mr. Mr. Bubble t-shirt. You know about Mr. Bubble? No. He's a, it's a brand of bubble children's gun? bubble, bath bubble. Oh. He's a pink man named <clears throat> Mr. Bubble. That seems a little creepy. Oh, he's awesome. He's lovable. Mm. He's bubbleable. He is a pedophile. That's awesome. Um, Eve said. Just because he's a grown anthropomorphic bubble man who bathes with children, <laughs> all children, doesn't make him a pedophile. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's bathing naked with children. He wa He doesn't have clothes. He's a bubble. The children are naked. Richard has a Mr. Bubble t-shirt. <laughs> okay. And I love it. And Eve has a quote that she says that Jackie's mouth is so big you could fall into it. I have another mean Eve Jackie quote. Tell me. Jackie's too dumb and has too big of a mouth to be devious. Oh, Jesus. So mean. Jackie's mouth is so big. You could take a bath in it with Mr. Bubble. <laughs> Love it. 
with that, let's go to reward. Before they go to reward, they head into the jungle. Yes. Mark Austin invites them into the jungle mm-hmm. and tells them that to lift their spirits post-storm, he's got a little something special. Now watch this. Sucking dick. It's just videos of oral <laughs> whoever sex. Whoever was sucking whoever's dick. That'd be crazy. That'd be hilarious. Call him out in front yeah, of everyone. That's And on the television show. That's why it got canceled. It became <laughs> pornographic. There's a little video for each of them. It starts with Mick's wife and their pet lion. Their pet lion because that, oh, I mean that cat is so fat. So huge. Okay. So Mick's wife, who looks like <laughs> she could be either a Bond villain because she's got her cat that she's petting, <laughs> or to me bears a striking resemblance to Newt Gingrich. Oh, gosh. I see that. I could not find a picture of Newt Gingrich with a cat, but just Google Newt Gingrich. You UK babies may not be as familiar with him. We'll post him onto our social media as well. It's really more so that Newt Gingrich looks like an elderly British woman and less that Mick's wife is. There's like nothing wrong him. with her. Okay. Well, she seems like his sister, not his wife. And she makes this comment. Oh, surprise, surprise. You're still out there. There's like. There's a talking point about how maybe Brits are a little more reserved emotionally. And I think that really comes through in some of these videos. Yes. There are emotions and the <laughs> contestants and their loved ones are reacting with emotion. The younger this they skew, the more emotion they're tending to show. Correct. On both sides. But there is just some very like, hope you are well. I presume to see you soon. <laughs> Good day, friend. And it's like your wife. wife. <laughs> Literally your wife talking to you. But then we have Charlotte just like bursting into tears when it's not even her turn yet. Yes. Uh, Mick's wife says, whisper the cat. No one rubs him like Mick does. And that he saw a rabbit last week. So real mundane, just like I'm going to describe the weather she to you. She saw a rabbit last week. Not whisper. Oh, you think the cat saw a rabbit last week? Oh, I wasn't saying. Do you think I was saying Mick saw a rabbit last week? Yes. I'm like, what? Um, we've got Richard's brother, James, who jokes about Richard having gone missing and the police banging on his door to try to find him. Mom called him up and said she hadn't heard from Rich in a few weeks. And, and Richard, he's reacting very emotionally to seeing his brother, which is nice. Do you think that that, uh, no, of course it was just a joke. Well, the the cops. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think Richard really didn't tell anyone he was going to Pula Otiga. And it being 2001, he's maybe not as plugged in. He doesn't have a cell phone. Exactly. Richard, where the hell have you been? Richard, Richard. And don't find out until the survivor crew comes and tells them to record a video for them. And then, no spoilers, but they're going to be looking for Richard's brother now, too. Oh, shit. All right, we've got Zoe's partner, who is a very cute-looking lady. Cindy, with an S. Now, how can Cindy look so nice when Zoe's such a bitch? (laughs) You're so mean. Um, Zoe is so mean. Zoe doesn't come across the best often. I think she wins me over a little bit, and I get a feel for her personality, which I feel like skews towards the abrasive. But maybe in a better context, she comes across a little bit better. And there's the stress of being on a reality show that maybe is bringing out not the best things in her. Yeah. 
But I do love the confirmation that Zoe is gay. Because we've wondered. She's yes. referenced her partner before. And lots of people call their significant others in the UK their partner. Um, I've noticed, like, regardless of their gender. I don't know if it's naive of me, but it, it feels a little exciting for a show in 2001 to just not even comment on Having a there being a couple. lesbian couple on it. I agree. They they're, also have a super cute cat. Yeah, they're a couple of cool early 2000 lesbies. Love it. Uh, Jackie's partner and dad are on. The dad says that he's sure it's horrible. The partner says, oh, don't worry. She'll come back all bronzed. Yeah, somebody's looking forward to her looking hot. Who is this? Jackie's partner and dad mm. with the dogs. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Eve weeps when her partner comes on screen, who has a very cute dog and like a massive dog. You skipped over Charlotte, though. Oh, did I skip Charlotte? Yeah, Charlotte's husband, mom, and dogs. And Charlotte's just a weeping bundle of tears. But yeah, Eve's partner, mom, and dad, and dogs. Come on. We also didn't mention that the TV and VCR combo that they drag out looks ancient. It's kind of funny. One thing that's brought up that, like, gives you a little insight into Eve not just being a total bitch she apparently hid like cute little notes all over the house for her partner to find he's like oh I'm still finding your little notes all over the place that's super adorable if you're gonna be like gone for a chunk of time lovely thing to do take note all you romantics out there oh yeah hide ominous notes around your house and don't sign them for your partner to find I'm watching you Mark Rips the cord out of the socket and says, that's it. But the winner will get to see a whole video. Yes. And to win your full family video, you will have to compete in the 30-second assault course. So funny, like, not hearing it called an obstacle course, but an assault course. It makes it sound very intense. Abrasive, yes. Or There's going to be, like, men with pipes hitting you as you run through it yelling insults at you but instead it's just like a collection of balance beams made throughout the forest some of them move some of them on ropes and you have 30 seconds either get told to stop at the end of 30 seconds and that's where you're at or if you fall off before 30 seconds that's where you're at whoever makes it the furthest wins i do like this concept and i think they should do something like this on an lrg for sure Yes. But make it a little more intense, have a little more variety in it. You could bring this into a modern survivor. What I don't like is their lazy use of alphabetical order. Oh, gosh. Can we just talk about how not only for this, but last week's dart challenge, they fucking went in alphabetical order, which just like gives Eve such a short end of the stick every or Charlotte such a short end of the stick every fucking time. We should also mention they should just go reverse alphabetical every other time. Switch back Literally and forth all between that it the would two. Take. Yeah. So, so Charlotte is going first, and she's very emotional. Yeah. Well, get yourself together, Charlotte. It's time to go do the course. Mark Austin makes no less than two comments about Charlotte being very emotional, and he hopes he, she can fucking pull it together and get her head in the game to get through the assault course. Yeah. She goes very, she does great. She does amazing. Right. She makes it the whole 30 seconds, falls, like, doesn't fall off, but jumps off when they call 30. 
we get Eve, Jackie going Mick. back. Well, yeah, Eve and Jackie both suck. Mick does okay. He makes it, I don't know, maybe. No, maybe like three steps more than them. Really? They all fall off in that first little section. I guess him just doing slightly better. It, it's not fair to be like, they sucked, but he was all right. No, yeah. they all suck. They, they all, all did sucked. bad. Lump those three together. Not even really worth talking about. And then we've got Richard. He does really well as well. I feel like he's maybe, when Charlotte went, she's all emotion and she's speeding through it. And it's like, she's not thinking or looking and she's almost getting by on adrenaline and emotion. I feel like she falls twice and doesn't fall off. Damn. Remember there's that one time that she fell, fell into like a tree, her feet don't touch the ground and she's able to like stand back up and keep going. Right. She's just like burning with energy and just like, boom. Where it's like Richard actually can do a good job because he's together. Right. He can probably see where he's going. His eyes aren't filled with tears yet. And he's being just maybe 10% more methodical, looking where he's going, planning ahead. He does better. He makes it a little bit further. Like three steps longer. And then Zoe falls right away. So sucks for Charlotte. Falls while giggling. (laughs) So Richard, openly weeping, says that he misses his brother deeply and would not be able to handle watching the video and relinquishes his reward to Charlotte. Cute. Do you think it was just to get her vote for Mm. a winner? I'm sure he's not unhappy with that consequence, but I do feel like in the moment, maybe, I mean, Charlotte had a very big reaction to seeing the videos. And I think it's mostly just, I can tell you need this more than I do. Mm-hmm. 100%. She's given the option to watch it with everyone or alone. Fuck these people. I want to watch it alone. Now, I do think, though, I think Richard should have taken a dive. He should have fallen on purpose. And let Charlotte have the winning moment. Yeah, rather than, I'm going to magnanimously bequeath this to you. It... It's a game move, right? He still is the winner of this challenge. It's still on his resume. You're right. That's that's meaningful in the game of Survivor. And then it's a it's a double resume moment because look how open-handed and kind and generous I am, but also I did physically win this challenge at the same time. 100%. And that's reward. Yeah. Should we take a quick break and come back? Let's do it. Welcome back to Survivor Cast International, Survivor UK, Pulau Tiga. Episode 11. Coming back to the number one song in the UK, September 8th, 2001. Everything's about to change. It's our last moment of a happy number one hit before the towers fall. That's right. The jokes continue. It's the day before I turn 10. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 
You think you listen to the song? No, but it's very much the vibe of that, like, 10-year-old Jackie life. Is it bringing you back? Do you have any memories of your 10th birthday? You turned 10 very close to September 11th. That's yeah, I'm trying to remember what my 10th birthday was. I have no memory of it. Do you have any memories of September 11th? I do. Very. I can rem- I can put myself in the morning of September 11th like that. Do it. Can it, you? It, I, to maybe a lesser extent. Because so, we're, what, in like third grade, roughly? Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was in Wisconsin visiting my grandma because she'd gotten really sick. Oh. Um, I think she had, like, because she had left, like, around, like, on my birthday, I think, or the day at, like, I think she was only there for, like, a day or two. But, like, clearly, it's, yeah. uh, it's a big deal if she's leaving around your birthday time. Yes. And so, since mom was gone, I walked with my brother to the cook's house now the cooks is your family cook who lived on your sprawling property no the cooks were like a family's best friends um patrick cook was brian one of brian's good friends andrew cook was one of my best friends Teresa was the mom i don't remember the dad's name Hmm. um but i was walking like Brian caught the bus with Patrick and Mrs. Cook took Andrew, walked Andrew and I to school. But I remember walking into the cook's house and her having the news on and being upset in the kitchen Mm. and not wanting to say more than there's been like a crash. Right. Maybe not even knowing what has fully fully happened. happened. Yeah. But like visually upset and then we go into school, we walk to school. Sure. And they're like, school has like the news on all day and the teacher's visually upset. And I just remember like being worried because my mom's supposed to fly home. Oh, damn. And not like being old enough to like contextualize. Oh, like. Where's your mom flying from? Wisconsin to Colorado. Oh, shit. So it's just, it's like. I mean, of course, it's not. No, no, no. But, but like, the thing is, what's interesting is that would have absolutely affected her ability to fly. All she had to rent were, a car yep. and drive home. All flights were definitely yeah. ground for some time. For like mul- for like multiple days, at least. At least multiple days, if possibly longer. Yeah. Maybe a week. Maybe multiple Yeah, weeks. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. We were really very remember. young at the time. But like, I remember like being young and worried because I know my mom was supposed to be on a flight. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, hearing from my mom when we got home and, like, oh, she's trying to find a rental car to drive home and, like, yeah, all the things. But, yeah. Wow. can vividly put myself back in that morning. I was actually um, working at a law firm inside the Twin Towers the day it happened with Steve Ranazzini. Chica, what? I'm just kidding. Famously an actor on um, The League (laughs) Claimed to have worked at a law firm inside the towers, and it was so all a lie. Stupid. So stupid to lie about that shit. What a crazy thing to lie about. I all I remember is coming home from school that day, and my brother, who had stayed home sick that day, of course, was like, "We're going to war," and I'm like, "What?" And then I'm like, yeah, that was it. That's all. That's my only memory of. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Zach, right? Nick, Nick. Nick, what am I thinking? Classic Zach? Nick getting his conspiracy chops in early, right away. Mm. But he was right. All right, 
We have Char we are watching a video of her hubby. It's 102 degrees out, and she's sitting in the heat, missing her husband, looking at Mark and Mum and the doggies. But, you know, Char had just said she was going to the shops. Yeah. Where is she? That's funny. That was cute. That was a cute little moment. Uh, everyone's real reflective and contemplative back at camp, thinking about their families, thinking about how they're not getting to look at videos of them. All I could think this whole time was I really hope that Charlotte didn't suck some other dude's dick while out here. Dude, if Charlotte is the perpetrator of Suckgate, and we have a sealed envelope in our email waiting to be popped oh, open man. with all the, which I have abstained from looking at. I'm so glad. Honor system. If it's Charlotte, who is the sucker? It a will be very interesting to know who she sucked to know if it's someone who's been voted off at this point. Hmm. That's fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it would really be a psychological insight into how she's reacting because she's very emotional. It's like I'm. I'm very curious. It'll be kind of heartbreaking if it was Charlotte. I know. All right, we've got Richard telling Jackie about Zoe plotting against her. It's time to eliminate Zoe. But Richard is really on Jackie's side. So this is an interesting move of him to, like, let Zoe know what's Jackie's dirty deeds, but also still siding with Jackie. He also has this moment where he really kind of praises Charlotte and describes her as being kind of a secret dark horse. Mm. Kind of uh, all the ladies have been sniping and bitching and kind of infighting his words. He says sniping and bitching. Exactly. Uh, and that Charlotte could amidst all that feminine chaos, like Venus rise to the top. Oh God. It's going to be really sad if, Charlotte sucked Richard's dick. <laughs> what if Richard sucked Charlotte's dick? Mm. Her enlarged clit. This is a really <laughs> dirty episode. It starts yeah. to rain again. It's a really rainy day. Shouldn't these Brits, shouldn't these limey Brits be used, be used to, the to the all the rain, rain and yeah, love it? come on now. Oi, it's just like home. We get Zoe's news corner. Do, 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 do. Zoe's news corner. I was going to play our news theme, but it's not worth it. No, it's not. And we also find out that she thinks it's either going to be Charlotte or Jackie, depending on who wins immunity. It, it, Yeah, it's hilarious that she's completely oblivious to the fact that she's on the chopping block. Absolutely. You know, once they say you're comfortable, that's when you get chopped. We get another moment of Eve raging against Charlotte. <sighs> because she's plucking her eyebrows. Why in the world would you be plucking your eyebrows out here, you bloody git? She comes at such a... Like a pompous, fussy lady. And she verbatim says, I want her gone, and then I want Jackie gone. And she's not joking. It's like she's saying it at face value and just comes across very, like, evil rich woman. Be gone with them. Off my island. Eve specifically calls Char. Uh, a selfish, greedy, devious, and vain. Highly selfish, highly devious, selfish, and incredibly vain. She doesn't say selfish twice. No, she but she says does highly devious. Yeah, she really goes for the throat. Uh, we have a quote from Richard who says, um, 
Pete proved you can't do it on brute force alone, and Jackie proves you can't do it on scheming alone. Mm. He's getting real philosophical. He's trying to be the hybrid of them all. And, like, he is really excited that, like, the whole tiebreaker thing is decided on past votes. Mm-hmm. He's excited that they're going to be able to do a 3-3 tie here Absolutely. and send Zoe home behind her back. I'm happy that finally all this groundwork that we've done to inform us how ties work will finally come into play. <laughs> exactly. Although it is a little disappointing on um, production side that they're so clearly laying out exactly what's going to happen at this tribal well, before going to the tribal. They've telegraphed it for weeks. So it's like, oh, finally, this thing that they've been talking about for three weeks now, it's going to pay off. Richard does do a very fun Mark Austin at Tribal reading the votes. He does like a run through of, oh, this is what it would be like if you're or what it will be like when Richard, 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 Zoe, 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 and she'll have to snuff a torch and then she'll snuff herself and I'll be there laughing. Pretty sure you don't have. Oh. Accent no! Cody. Damn it. You suck. The queen is gonna send me monkey box, I'm telling you. Oh god. Get this big ornate box and open it up and a monkey's gonna jump out. And, and it's gonna be all spotted. Coughing on me. Um, there's this moment where Richard is in the water observing Zoe and Eve. Wait, can I just ask you a question? Yes. How concerned are we about monkey box? Because the the World Health Organization just named it something to be concerned about. Is it like our new COVID? COVID? I mean, maybe. Maybe we should be concerned about monkeypox. I don't know. (laughs) It's just too funny sounding. (laughs) Monkeypox? Just burn down the earth. Um, Yeah, so Richard's in the water observing Zoe and Eve and says that Zoe is as popular as a yeast infection. Yes, which is very harsh. I do like Richard's, like, sea soak narrating what he's looking at, Mr. Observation. Now, do we want to go into the drama of the rice pot? Yes, where Eve returns to her two favorite subjects, managing rice and shitting on Charlotte. Yes. So, it's just that I mean, honestly, it's like, oh, the person you don't particularly like is completely in the right because it seems as though everyone likes the crispy rice that adheres to the inside of the pot when you cook rice. Right. And Charlotte seemingly eating it without sharing. Right. Like runs over, grabs the pot and eats it all without even asking if anyone wants any. And Charlotte also made rice but made way too much rice I or mean, there, like the measurement system has been compromised or according to one person but then furthermore it's like some rice has been stolen yeah maybe? she thinks here's the here's the issue charlotte thinks rice has been stolen she thinks that the trio of zoe eve And Mick took some fucking rice and hid it away for when they think they'll be the final three. Oh, yeah. So so they can have a little boost at that point in the game. Exactly. But then you have Eve saying, oh, no, you just have been measuring wrong, Charlotte, and have been scooping out too much when you've been cooking it. 
it's a little bit unclear to me if it is like did eve fuck up and make too much much rice and is now trying to be like oh i it's that was it wasn't me straight up there's like rice missing or is i don't know what's going on here fucking rice gate man rice gate the rice narrative is very murky rice gate episode 11 suck gate rice, rice gate, gate rat gate all the gates here all the gates gate gate should we immunity gate it is there anything else i want to talk about I don't know. Is there phony McGee? I'm looking up something for later. I had to look up Deuteronomy 3235 for tribal. <laughs> All right. Yeah, just the yeast infection thing. What's up with that? It's just a rude comment. Yeast infections are gross. No, they're not. They're so You're right. They're normal. They are. I mean, it's unpleasant, but to say that they're gross is not. You know why? I, they just make me think poof. of like bread and like foaming yeast down in your vagina. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kind of. You're producing yeast, I think. I don't know. I don't know what a yeast infection does. Let's go into immunity. Mark Austin tells us that it's all going to be about observation, innovation, ingenuity, and speed to be triumphant at this immunity challenge. What they're going to do, Jackie, a challenge that you seemingly would probably excel at. I think I'd be great at this. They're going to rescue a diver, put them on a floating stretcher, return them to the island, and then grab the idol. Wasn't Eve in, like, the fucking Navy or some shit? Mm, something. Pretty sure Eve was in the Navy, which is why she does this so well. I want to be clear. They're rescuing actual people. Yes. This is a very, like, this season of Survivor has very Survivor-focused challenges. Like... How to actually be someone who survives. Survival, yeah. not survivor, right? Yeah, survival challenges. Yeah, an emphasis on that. And I've seen on older American Survivor seasons the the SOS build something to get our attention by Sky challenge. Right. I have not seen a rescue a person who's mock drowning and it's an actual person type thing. Or rescue a person who's fucking parachute got caught in a tree and you have to oh, yeah. like there's so many focused on that i wonder if things like the challenge or other more modern kind of survivor-esque shows that have come out more recently do have emphasis on things like this huh i don't know we'd have to we'd have to do a spinoff show cody so mark austin tells them to take their positions they're going to build a stretcher and then go out and save this person. So they, we see them putting their wooden stretchers together, lashing some stuff, binding and preparing. Eva's very fast. First in the water. Charlotte tries to catch her, then Mick, then Jackie. The divers are in orange and green. They look like floating pumpkins out there. It's very uh, autumnal. Yeah. On Pulautiga. It's pretty impossible for anyone to catch Eve. Like, yes, you can't. Once she had the lead, there was no catching her. She's got that Navy spirit. Yes. In the UK Navy, which is like a legit Navy. This was a really stupid challenge to watch. I think this is also another great contender for a Cody voiceover challenge to appease uh, the queen and get your accent privileges back. Which is which... an opportunity to speak about something. Peter mentioned on Twitter. 
there is what we've been talking so much about thinking that the queen may be dead. If she dies before I complete the challenges, he says that I'm just locked out of accents forever. <laughs> Which is a nightmarish thing to consider. Well, no, but here's the thing. Unless her successor grants me amnesty or a new set of challenges or honors their mother's challenges which we know they won't mm, these newfangled monarchy great grandmother you think they're gonna um, skip charles a couple generations yeah mm. um but here's the thing cody weren't we gonna play cockney rhyme or cockney mine at the end of this season we were so i have to complete the queen challenges and beat you in a game of cockney mine cockney rhyme that's so, just one piece of the puzzle. You, I mean, we're getting there. We only have four more episodes after this. You better hurry the fuck up. Listen, I've got some things going on in the shadows that you may not be aware of that might just blow everyone's mind at I the midnight hour. We might have something. Tick tock, tick tock. What's that? Is it Big Ben counting down to my redemption? I think so. <laughs> You'll have to wait and see. Ding dong. The bells of your demise, Jacqueline, and the return of my accents. I That's love what you're it. hearing. So Eve wins. Yes. I, I did want to say if Eve is on one end of the spectrum on this challenge, Zoe's on the complete other. So is Richard. Richard sucks at this. Yes. He leaves someone drowning, and guess who it is? Before that, I have like quote these divers are really committed to their role one of them is just straight up laying face down in the sand it's like bro the challenge is over get up guess who it is yes i there's this moment where mark austin says to richard richard i said this is challenge is all about observation observation and ingenuity and i don't think much of yours and i'm like why the fuck is he digging in on richard but it's all because his brother was the person he had to rescue. That was pretty surprised. That was that was surprising and Shit. fun. Wouldn't it have been way more fun if each of them had one loved one out there? All of them had a loved one that they were saving. Each of the drowners is one of them. Yes. That would be one amazing. Of the loved ones. Now pull off your drowner's mask. Mark, so my, my person's not. They actually drowned. I didn't rescue them. Oh, no. My grandmother couldn't swim, Mark Austin. But now Richard... And his brother James, question mark? It is name doesn't matter. Okay. They get to go spend the night at the span sand spit together. Bro to bro at the sand split. Hashtag split. Spit. spit. Oh. Sand spit. Hashtag sand spit bro down. <laughs> it sounds real sexual. Hashtag <laughs> spitting with my bro. Hashtag hey bro, spit in my sand. You. <laughs> uh and then, yeah, I just thought Mark Austin was being an asshole, but he was really cultivating a beautiful family reunion. It looks like you're cupping some breasts right now. <laughs> there, it's clay. It's me molding <laughs> a family reunion. A clay family together. Beautiful. Do you have a lot of notes about Richard and his brother hanging out? They talk about how great it is to see each other. Richard speaks about... Um, that the world has gone to hell, but maybe it wasn't a joke. When he comes back from Tribe, there's this moment where Mark Austin's voiceover says something about Richard's brother has caught him up on world events. And then the stock market crash and, and... 600,000 animals have died from foot and mouth disease and hilarious. Oh, and uh, yeah, there's a recession going on, but it's not September 11th. <laughs> I know we're both like, holy shit. Is he going to tell him about it? And it's like, no, that no wouldn't, it's airing. It makes no sense. <laughs> the towers have fallen. <laughs> it would be really funny. 
Maybe season two. Maybe. That'd be hilarious. We laugh through our pain here in America. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, fills them in on life. Charlene thinks the rice is stolen. This is when we get that. Yes, this is when the rice is cooked improperly and was maybe stolen. Charlotte says that she has a proportion of trust in certain people. Hmm. I was shocked. Speaking of trust, I was shocked that Jackie trusted Charlotte's rice stolen scenario that she completely bought into it. It's because they're best friends now, I guess. I guess. Speaking of Jackie, Eve says that Jackie has no self-worth or confidence. It's like, what the fuck, Eve? Like, you have to go so hard and be such a bitch. She starts this whole narrative of, like... Jackie is like following Charlotte around and like doing her hair like Charlotte Wearing does her hair. Reversing her swimsuit now. Right. Her whole all the time she's been here, she never reversed her swimsuit. But now that she's friends with Eve, she's fucking Charlotte. reversing it day and night. Always switching it around. Like, God, pick a side, bitch. It seems like you're just looking at any petty little thing to be mean about Eve. Seems like you're just a Zoe. big old bitch, Eve. And Zoe. Are you going to be apologizing next week about calling them a bitch? And no. we're going to be like, no, you know, I in the stand UK, by it. I hate them. <laughs> you hate their edit from a decade ago. Yes. Zoe trusts Richard. Uh, 20 years ago. This is so old. But Jackie says that she has Richard in her pocket. Yes. Okay. I'm trying to see where you are. We're so jump around. Um. <laughs> jump. Jump, jump around. Real jump, social jump, episode. Jump around. Getting a lot more social time, I feel like, than normal. Maybe because the immunity went so quickly. I think so. Like, we have reward and immunity, and it still feels like a mostly social-based social episode. episode. Totally. All right, with that, let's roll into tribal. I'm ready. So we've got our jury, and they've got their religious t-shirts on. They do. Okay, what are the three... Bible verses we're working with here. So Peter, his shirt is R, and then it says Deuteronomy 32.35. And what is Deuteronomy 32.35? All right. It is mine to avenge. I will repay. In due time, their foot will slip. Their day of disaster is near, and their doom rushes upon them. Jesus Christ. And then Andy has Eve 544. Is that the same one he had before? I don't remember. I'm going to assume so. And James has just uh, NGE and Judges 7-4. So it spells out revenge. There are three shirts in a row. And clearly they're wanting revenge on someone. Okay, but Judges 7-4 is, But the Lord said to Gideon, There are still too many men. Take them down to the water, and I will thin them, thin them out for you there. If I say, This one shall go with you, he shall go. But if I say, This one shall not go with you, he shall not go. I love how God talks. <laughs> if I say, This one shall go with you, he shall go. But hey, motherfucker, if I say this one shall not go, he shall not go. <laughs> it's like, Is that clear enough for it, you? It, it seems like a Do riddle. You understand? Oh, but it's actually like condescendingly clear. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus or God does treat us like tiny little ants. So. Like his tiny little baby ants. Exactly. Um, uh, Richard is asked if it's harder the day to day, the living of it, or the strategy of it. 
Mm. Should I read the E544? Do it. On the third day. Wait, no. I don't know if this is even one. Never mind. I'm done with Bible talk. Okay. That's good. Hashtag fuck the Bible. Hashtag they're trying to get into your brain. Um, Do you think it's kind of wild that no one comments on these insane shirts that they're wearing? I think it's just ridiculous. It's so fucking absurd. In a wild, this is, it's, there's just all these bizarre, truly fucking bizarre things in Survivor UK. How are you back wherever you're staying making these shirts, guys? If you had told me the jury members are going to start showing up with Bible verses printed on their shirts and the word yeah. revenge spelt across their chest with three people, I would be shocked. I would not believe you. I would think you're making up crazy shit. But you know what? You wouldn't be. Okay. You can never predict. Hashtag Survivor UK. Um, Eve gets asked if she needs immunity, and it's like, yeah, of course. Mick talks about how they're all so physically exhausted, they haven't even been able to bring the fishing raft out to catch fish, making them more exhausted because they have no fish to eat. There's a lot of, like, mean throws at Charlotte still by Eve and Zoe. I'm really just over that yeah they are like so over the top mean all joking aside they are purposely vicious and we'll even talk about it when they vote the things they say while voting are so mean um mark i feel like is really coming into his own in these last couple of tribals maybe he's more of a small group guy yeah doesn't play to a large crowd maybe just likes the few that are left or maybe he's the one who got his dick sucked Oh, that'd be crazy. Yeah, and now it's more relaxed. And again, Richard is the only person who seems to have covered himself in mud, but he did it 100%. He's sticking with it. And then Mick goes to vote first. Let's go. So when people are voting, it's very clear that it's going to be a three for three. Very clear. We get a quote from Eve calling Charlotte underhanded, greedy, selfish, and vain again while voting for her. And then Zoe, your volume control was always at max and you whine about food all day are her parting words. Okay. Most people go for, hey, you know, no hard feelings. You played a great game. Something like that to kind of take the sting out. Right. Not twist the knife in. Continually be rude and cunty. (laughs) It's the word of the episode. It is. It's just what we're doing now. You ever watch Pee Wee's Playhouse? No. And there's the word of the day. And they say the word. Ah! Everyone freaks out and yells when they say that word. Oh, really? Today, cunt is the word of the Ah! day. Ah! (laughs) That was perfect. Good job. Um. So the votes come in. They do. We get three votes for Zoe. Yes. And three votes for Charlotte. They weren't able to twist it over to Richard. But something happened for the very first time. Mark Austin recaps the votes as they come in. Yes. Oh, we've got two for Zoe and one for Charlotte. And now two for Charlotte and two for Zoe. He's never done a recapping of the votes as he tallies them. He's becoming a real host before our eyes. No, he's just tipping his hat to the fact that it's going to be a tie. Yeah, but I mean, he's asking more questions. He's a little more engaged. Next next episode, he's going to fucking give us 
commentary over an immunity challenge. Or he's going to be kicked off. One of the two. If he says a single word while they compete at a challenge, my head will explode and he will have come full circle and have manifested as true host. Okay. I'm in for it. (laughs) All right. Three on three. Zoe has five previous votes to her name. Charlotte has one previous vote to her name. Zoe is gone. Eve looks more upset than Zoe does. Zoe snuffs herself and says, well done, guys. Got one over on me. Gonna go get myself a pizza. And then she says, I'll be coming back ominously. Uh Uh-oh. Which I don't think she ever did. No. I think she uh, was incorrect about that. So then quotes over... The credits, uh, Zoe says, thanks for letting me see what's on the other end of the bridge. Not a 12-inch pizza. I don't Mm. know what she fucking means by that. No idea. And she says she should not have trusted that snake in the grass, Richard. I have, like, Richard to Zoe, 32 to 35. Does that mean anything to you? No. No, me either. Wasn't, isn't it a Richard who won... The first season of Survivor US. I think so. It'd be crazy if a UK Richard won as well. Oh, that would be super fun. And then I have a quote from Jackie that I don't think I fully caught. Turned housewife's fave on me. You turned a housewife's favorite against me. And that means you had to go. Huh. Who is the housewife's favorite? I have no idea. What, what could that refer about. to? Pete? Fucking weird. Pete the model? Maybe. Housewife's favorite? Oh, masturbate that to would him? make sense. You turned Pete against me, so you had to go. It's very strange to refer to anybody as a housewife's favorite. I think it's very weird. And then Richard does call Zoe loud and mean. I mean, fitting. She was loud and mean. Hashtag loud and mean. Ooh. That's not a horrible hashtag for someone. Like, I wouldn't hate being loud and mean. No, I mean, some people are into it. Isn't it it better to be loud and kind? Hashtag kind and mild. And then over the last thing we hear before next week's Zoe story is Mark Austin saying, Zoe was no pussycat. She was loud and opinionated. What's happening? Oh, my goodness. What's going on here? Oh, that noise can only mean we've gotten to the point in the season where there are five castaways left, meaning it's time to play the Spice Girl game. We got to spice up this season. Possibility. up your life. Spice up your life. Classic. Yes. All right. How would you like to break down your Spice Girls? I think we say the player and then go three, two, one and say our Spice Girl. Not Spice Girl and three, two, one, and the player. Maybe Spice Girl and then three, two, one, and the player. Okay, which Spice Girl do you want to go with first? I okay. But see, hmm. I maybe I want to go player and the okay. reveal because I have to say that we talked about this ahead of time. 
And it's not necessarily the ideal group of people you want to play this game with. No, it's not. It certainly isn't the best cast of ways to be playing the Spice Girl game with. And I kind of wish Zoe were still around for the Spice Girl game. I feel like she's a big, loud personality that fits well. She would have been great in here. So I had to establish a keystone Spice Girl. Okay. Who is my person that is going to crack the whole thing open? I need a starting point. How about you just tell me? Tell me your rundown. You want me to give you all mine? Do it. Okay. I really felt like I had to craft this lineup piece by piece. I had to puzzle it together. I had to, okay, this one fits, so then what do I have left, and what does that mean? You're looking in confusion at your list. Oh, did you draw a penis on this post-it at some point? Maybe in the past. That's definitely something you drew. Oh, Pax was sitting in here earlier. Okay, Pax drew penis. My stepchild, who is 14. Your stepchild? Your stepchild. (laughs) My real child, who is 14 and a pervert and currently penis obsessed question mark but are a lesbian thank goodness it's like they think penises are funny yeah penises are funny they're like elephant trunks on your torso okay so who you crafting around boo bear okay so my keystone spice girl i decided to go with mick as my starting point and who's mick for you I think Mick for me is scary spice because he's a police officer. He puts sausages up his ass. He's fucking freaky and wild and he's scary. All right. Keep it going. So then once I had Mick established, I'm like, what do I have left? Eve. Eve to me is like a fussy, rich white lady. Eve is my posh spice. And then from there, I decided Charlotte was baby spice. Because she's the baby of the group. Richard is Sporty Spice. Just because that was the last one I had left. And then Jackie is Ginger Spice. Jackie Ginger. It sounds good together. Richard Sporty. Mick Scary. Charlotte Baby. Eve Posh. Jackie Ginger. Are my Spice Girls. We're real close. Ooh. There's only two that I switched. Give me your thinking too. And it's because... I put Jackie as posh because I feel like of the ladies left, she's like the most kept together, the least of the drama involved. She's like above it all. Okay. So I put her as posh, which left Eve to be the spicy ginger. Okay. But you... You have Charlotte's Mick. baby, Mick is scary, and Richard's sporty. I think Charlotte as baby and Mick as scary are just the universal. And Richard as sporty. It yeah. has to be. Do you think I, Richard, like, is he, I guess he's sporty. Yeah, he does sporty fine. Sporty enough. You know. Well, I think with that, another edition of the Spice Girl game done. Um, I do want to use this moment to appeal to the Spice Girls to please come on the pod. Tell us what you want, Cody. And I need one of the four of you, or ideally the five of you, I apologize, to unite into a Spicetron and relieve me of my oppression from the Queen of Europe. All of Europe, not just of England? All of Europe. (laughs) All of the UK, the queen of the UK. The queen of everyone. But RuPaul? with that, yes, that's right. I like when RuPaul oppresses me. Oh. Uh, with that, 
I want to see you next week when we're talking episode 12. And I want to yes. see you over at INT Survivor Cast on Twitter, where we're doing Philly, we're doing South Africa. We're having a party, babies. That's right, UK tea sipping babies. Yeah, UK Huns. You bean babies. Well, with that, have a wonderful week. We'll see you on our next UK Monday. Yeah. And call it the cunt code. Boop, 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 boop. Hello, what's the code? Cunt. Cunt. I want to see you. What if, is this the episode that's going to get us canceled? Maybe. The one where we say cunt a million times? <laughs> Maybe. That'd be fun. Cunting never ends. We're we're bringing it back. We're reclaiming it. We're recunting it. You've just listened to a Reality Pod International podcast. Find more episodes and other great shows at Reality Pod INT on Twitter. Rate, review, subscribe, and find us on all social media platforms. Thanks for listening. <laughs>